It's the Sportsy Show. I, of course, am Chuck Banner. I am the one and only Guru. All right. <laughs> so we're here to talk sports and pretty much nothing else. If you're looking for Olympic news, this isn't really the place to find it, other than maybe a few tidbits here and there. Shout but out the Phelps. Not only are we going to be talking about the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLB, Fox Soccer, but uh, UFC, WWE, we're covering those too. Um, anything else that maybe jumps up at us, you know, a little bit of golf here and there. I, I like golf. So let's start off with... Kick it off with Conor McGregor and calling the WWE wrestlers all pussies. Well... I'm not going to say they're pussies, but I get where he's coming from. I can't, really, because they're completely different things. No, I get it. They're smashing each other, they're hitting each other, but they're... I get what he's saying, you know? He called out a couple of them as greats, said they were greats, honored those that deserve to be honored. The rest is... Uh... I mean, I haven't watched wrestling in years. Every now and then, flipping on, I watched uh, Mark Henry... That old fucking fat slug of shit <laughs> fucking wrestle with someone else. Then it lasted about a whole five minutes and it was two fat guys gassed out laying on top of each other. And they wonder why they're hurting for ratings with that kind of display. Because I try to give wrestling chances multiple and multiple times. But this the, the cheesy talking has gotten worse without any swearing and violence of like obscene gestures. Then it's just not worth it to me. I, the attitude error ruined wrestling for me for life. Nothing will compare. Nothing will ever compare. It was the best ever. Well, see, the WWE has their network, and you can go on it. You can watch those matches, and then you can compare them to what they have now. And you'll see that, hands down, the wrestling that they have now is better because it speaks for itself. You just have to watch the product. But uh. I kind of understand what you're saying. You just grew out of it, it seemed. But I don't understand how you can just call someone a pussy because you don't know what they could do in a fight. Let me ask you this. Brock Lesnar testing positive for everything. Good for WWE, bad for WWE, doesn't matter. What did he test positive for? He tested positive for estrogen blockers, which are used primarily to cover up drug tests. So it's like when you fail for that, they immediately fail you because you used it to cover up screenings and most people use it to specifically cover up steroids so it was that's what he tests possible same with john jones john jones did the same thing brock lesnar says it was from an inhaler because he has an acute asthma that he's acquired over time however not that i know because i'm not a doctor or a scientist <laughs> but i read a couple articles that talked about it that were like the dude would have to be fucking literally like downing cans and cans and can like it, for what to test that high for the substances he tested for so good for wwe bad for wwe doesn't matter for the image and where they're trying to be wwe has not really said anything about it the thing was still kind of all right what did he fail and would he have failed a drug test under wwe's wellness policy but a lot of people think that their wellness policy is bullshit. But and... not to get not but that's that's going around what I'm trying to say. All I'm trying to say is is it a good look for WWE him failing the drug test? Do you think it hurts their stock? 
because he's such a huge character that it does get talked about. Because anyone else fails a drug test in there, doesn't even get brought up to the pub to the you know to the public. But as far as it be him being such a huge in the limelight, I mean, you think it, but do you think it's just drawing attention? Because obviously we were just looking. There, t- you saw shit about WWE on fucking ESPN where it has no business, but it's there. I haven't seen it there since only because Brock. Yeah, I don't know. Bad publicity's still publicity. With WWE, I think the publicity is still good publicity for them. Although, I disagree when you say that Brock Lesnar is such a huge star. Because, I I mean, okay, he is a big star. Legitimately. He's going to be on the cover of the new video game. Which, that kind of hurts them. But, they also have Bill Goldberg on a on a the cover of that video game too if you buy like the, the special, special package. package or you can buy the nxt right. package so they've got other packages that you can get so you're not getting the brock lesnar one i think it's the best thing that could have happened for the wwe was that he went in he won who gives a shit if he tested positive he ain't going back he got a huge payday he just did his that's his, that's his final fight in the ufc that was yeah. it he's just he's done for two years even with licensing and everything like that he's not going to be able to do, to even uh, fight. So that was his last fight. I think WWE's got more probably pub, more shit on Twitter, more blow-ups on everything than they ever have just because Brock Lesnar was uh And know, they're kind was, of playing into fighting. it uh, in the WWE. Like Randy Orton, his SummerSlam opponent, had, you know, kind of mentioned it or slyly put it out there well i think the wwe's being really slick and if cm punk is able to pull off a fucking miraculous win because god knows i think he's just gonna get the fucking dog shit beat the fucking out of him like i think the breaks i mean he's he's an old old, he's not an old man he's close to my age but like i mean i'm 30 he's like 37 38 something like that up towards 40 but i mean it's old for a fighter fighting a young kid that's just coming into his physical prime and it's uh, a kid that's, you know, been training for a while. Not that CM Punk's probably been training longer than him, but not in the same type of way, and not at a at a younger age. And 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 that kid's fighting out of a fucking great a great camp. And CM Punk is fighting out of a good camp, but that camp's been on a fucking slump. I'm sorry, but Duke Rufus's guys have been getting banged around, and uh, he, uh, you know, CM Punk's gonna get smashed. But if he somehow does. Pull off the miraculous win. He's one and done. He's in there and he's out. And then I think the WWE has a huge storyline on their hands right out the bat. I don't even watch it, but I can just see it now. The Brock versus CM Punk coming back. The two, you know, the two guys that went and showed the world what WWE's about and came back. You know, like I could just see it being a really, a really big. I could see that being a huge WrestleMania, a really big WrestleMania fight. Is if he wins that that CM Punk wins. That's your next WrestleMania is Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. Unless CM Punk comes out and there's just some insane world beater, which I don't think he's going to be as far as MMA goes, and he's just knocking blocks, all right, then obviously he's going to stay. But I think he's going to get his ass kicked, and if he somehow comes out of there with a victory, he's gone. He'll be one and done and making a huge payday with Brock Lesnar in WWE for that pay-per-view. That's where I see that going. I don't know if he would go back to WWE. He blasted them pretty hard when he left, but 
you know, money talks. But that's the way it works. Walks, that's you know? the way it works. When you talk to shit and it looks like you're so not going to come back, then everybody wants you. Then everybody wants in. Everybody's going to come back. Everybody wants to get in on the fucking shit. Oh, officially, what... I picked CM Punk to lose that match. Yeah, no shit. I mean, I, I would like to see him win that match, and I would like to see that match because I was a CM hey, Punk wrestling fan. I had fan. Brock Lesnar dead to rights in the water when they announced that. I said, it's fucking over. And then, when I saw the weigh-in, and that's I always wait to bet till I see the weigh-in, and I saw the fucking weigh-in, and I was like, googly fucking moogly. That guy is jacked. And I was like, my money's on Brock. And, and Mark Hunt still almost pulled the fucking win off in the second round where Brock is too afraid to get hit and had to fight a guy that he's just far physically superior than to get to get by in the match and still couldn't finish the guy and was jacked to the gills. McGregor-Diaz this weekend. That's going to be a good fight. I think Diaz is going to beat his fucking ass. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen because McGregor was whooping on him. Diaz took that fight on short notice. McGregor ran out of gas, got eaten with a couple shots. If Diaz starts slow like he does, he can get fucked. McGregor, McGregor's got the power. Like, I mean, I saw, I watched the first fight. McGregor was lighting him up, hitting, zapping him, zapping him. But he just never, he, he never put together a bunch of combos. They're just one big shots, and you don't put Diaz out with one shot. If you watch what Josh Thompson did against him, Josh Thompson lit him the fuck up and just barraged him. With uh, punches and kicks and eventually dropped him down. And if McGregor can do that, he can definitely win. And that's honestly the key to beat any Diaz. Both of the brothers is a barrage. They, If you have great cardio and can just put, them on, put it on them, you, your body only gets so many shots. And uh, believe it or not, I think Conor McGregor is probably going to redeem himself. As much as I am not a big Conor fan, I'm not, I think he talks a lot of shit. I think he avoided a lot of fights at featherweight. But I think just seeing the first fight and seeing like uh you know winning on cardio is not the way you want to want to fight and that's how diaz won he won on cardio well we'll see what happens i i picked diaz to win moving on to nfl news bear center starting center went down out for the year that's a huge that's a huge deal yeah me and uh banner we formally bet our League fee of the LOE. Who will be better, Bears or Lions? I think we all know where we're going with that. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I have a lot of faith in the Bears. More than that. You were saying that you had a surprise team that you thought nobody would uh, be thinking about to be a good team. To be a good team, to be a playoff team. And that's when we say good team. Yeah, I think that they have a chance to win a wild card in their. I don't really think they can win their division because, what, Cincinnati's in their division? Cincinnati, That's, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh could Baltimore. fall apart because, let's face it, they're not going to have Le'Veon Bell because he likes to smoke weed. They did it without him last they, year. But they also don't have uh, Bryant. And yeah, Bryant's gone. Which really sucks from a fantasy aspect considering uh, Chuck Banner traded me him in our Dynasty League last year. Number one in that, but I gave up Matt Forte, who went, who is going to have a lighter workload this year. But we'll still be... A beast, probably. Ben Roethlisberger was injured a lot of last year. Ben Roethlisberger is always facing injuries. If he can't stay healthy, that team's completely fucked. Um, Baltimore, they suck. Then it comes down to Cincinnati, and my pick to click to fight for it would be the Cleveland Browns. I think the division's too tough. I think the AFC's too tough. 
I haven't really like looked at their schedule, but I mean they have six games against. I, I mean, as much as you could say Baltimore sucks, they still have a great quarterback. Pyramid's back this year. They drafted a rookie running back. I think Baltimore's always good year in and year out. They very rarely have droughts of being a, a, a shit team. Um, that's got That's you know from their coaching standpoint, from the front office. I think that they uh, you can't count Baltimore out at all. You can't. And Cleveland just I've never in my life I've never seen Cleveland do it. Yeah. And I'm not going to start thinking now. We've never seen the fucking Cubs do it. No, but I've seen good Cubs teams. Yeah, they uh, always fucking choke. But I've never even seen a good fucking Cleveland team. That's the thing. There's yeah. never been one in your life. I'm just saying they've got a quarterback who at one point was really good. And he's in his what his fourth or fifth fourth year? year, fifth year, fifth year. Even no, no, I think he's in his fourth year. If he's in his fourth or even if his fifth year, the guy could still be great. There's the potential that when he was in Washington, they overused him his rookie year, and two didn't have a good scheme for him. Yeah, kept on trying to put a square into a fucking circle hole. And it's just like, that doesn't work. Also, they drafted another rookie quarterback the same year they drafted him number two overall. In Cleveland, he has a veteran who can teach him. Also, if they want to run the ball so much, they do have a pretty good one-two punch in Isaiah Crowell, who's more of like the power back versus their um, pass catcher. Duke Johnson, who potentially could be a really good running back out of, you know, like every a three down back. And if they do a lot of the short stuff mixed in with the running and the threat of RG3 running, the play option, plus you got Josh Gordon potentially coming back in week five against the Patriots. You have a guy who is supposedly their number two wide receiver, uh, Terrell Pryor, who used to be a fucking quarterback, who apparently has just got raw skill and can play wide receiver. You've got this speedster Corey Coleman I as just, wide receiver who could be really good. I mean, I know, I get it. They have a solid defense. They got a lot of things going on. I just don't, I just don't see it. The division. I have no faith in RG three. Zero, absolutely. I know you've always been an RG three bandwagoner, and you can tell me to the day you die. No. All right, that's all there is to it. All right, you're a big RG3 guy. So my thing is, is I don't see you believing in Cleveland. I see you believing RG3, and that's all there is to it. They have the possibility to have restarted. So what's your over over under on Cleveland wins? Where do you start? I start at seven. I was gonna say eight, but because I'd be willing to make a bet on that. That I will take the under. On seven, seven being the push, eight being the win. I would bet the Dynasty League P. I don't want to bet that much, but <laughs> I will gladly put up the, the the money for that. All right, so I assume we're gonna end up doing a lot of these sort of bets oh, throughout really? the year. Why don't we make them like ten dollar bets? Yeah, and not like other shows and other people that act like their shit doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. No, we're putting up fucking cash. <laughs> yeah. We put the fucking money on the line because that's what we do. We bet so, money. So, we're going to, well, we have this recorded, then I will set it at seven and take the under. 
All right, so for $10? For $10. All right. Let's gamble. Moving on to MLB news. All right, so what are your thoughts on Alex Rodriguez retiring from Major League Baseball? I could care less. The guy was busted, cheating, known cheater. I, I'm the biggest one to fail. Like, if you can get through it all without getting caught cheating, cool. You made it. <laughs> I will support you. Even if it comes out... 30 years later that, ah, maybe you did a little, whatever, you made it through it. No, you got caught playing while you were playing. I I have zero tolerance for it. I think it's a total scam. Uh, I think it's a joke. He's he's actually taken the Yankees hostage with this contract by not retiring and being a horrible player. They only play him. The guy's making like a couple, like 100000 per game sitting in a dugout every day. I think it's a joke. I think he needs to go. Goodbye. That's that's all. That's that's all there is to that. I mean, yeah, I don't think I'll ever remember him as the guy who played for the Seattle Mariners or the guy the who signed a huge contract with Texas. But I'll just always remember him as that smug fucking guy who played for the New York Yankees, a team that you either love or you fucking hate. And even for someone who is indifferent about baseball, such as myself, there are a couple of teams I don't really like. One are the Cubs, and two are the Yankees. And you know what? I lived through a White Sox championship, and that's when baseball died for me. Because I was like, where's it going to go from here? Down. Can't go anywhere. I was like, I was like, the White Sox probably aren't going to win it again in my lifetime. Or no. at least, you know what? I won't care because I won't be paying attention. They won. I grew up watching the Sox. I loved it. They won a championship. Then Ken Griffey Jr., my favorite baseball player, ended up playing for the White Sox for like a half a season later down the line. And then I was like, all right, I'm good with baseball. I don't ever need to watch any more baseball. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like baseball. I did fantasy baseball for the first time this year. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. I thought there'd be a lot more skill to go into it, but there's really not. It's still just the luck like any other goddamn fantasy sport. As much as, don't get me wrong, there's people out there that know their stuff and can win and, you know, are good, but let's be honest, there's, as much as I proclaim to be the guru, there is no knowing of injuries, people that are going to pop that are rookies, and uh, there's just no... There's no predictability in when it comes to fantasy sports. I mean, there's very, very limited. You get the luck of the draw, and that's all there is to it. Unless you're drafting with people that just absolutely have no idea who nobody is and are taking favorite players and stuff like that. So you're left with, like, you know, all the top guys just to, to pick from to give your – and that even still then, that's not a lock. You could you could, yeah. you could take the, the top 20 rated players and maybe six or seven of them pan out, and the other 13 are just – like almost unusable. I mean, that's how look at Carlos Hyde last year. That's how it was for him. Had two games and then nothing was gone. Goodbye. Um, a bunch of Andrew Luck, prime example. Guy in our dynasty league, pay, way overpaid for a quarterback that finished in the bottom half of the quarterbacks, and he's the highest paid player in fantasy. And it's just uh, fantasy football is totally luck of the draw, hundred um, percent. That's how I attribute to uh, Phelps. He, Always being in the playoffs, I'm like, it's just, you get so lucky. Because you, you look at his drafts and you're like, how? Like, why? And it, uh, somehow, some way, he, you know, gets Todd Gurley handed to him. So, you know. 
Yeah, I feel really bad about not taking Jameis Winston last year. I'm fucking like kicking myself all fucking year for it. Which that's still that's a debate between us too, Mariota and Winston. I don't think Winston's gonna be the bee's knees, and I think Mariota's a bum. (laughs) Mariota was the better quarterback last year. No, he wasn't. Okay, he wasn't. Mariota got injured, (laughs) so he missed a couple games. But big deal. He was on the field, the better quarterback in the showdown. They destroyed. It wasn't even close. Mariota rubbed Jameis Winston's nose in his shit. Are we going to have to do a Mariota fucking... Yeah, Winston bet? $10 right now, dude. What do you want? What are we betting? Fantasy points? Are we betting regular season wins? or No, fantasy points. Because that's what I'm talking to. Like, fantasy and in real life, but more fantasy. I mean, fantasy does... It gives you the best breakdown of everything. Now, I'll say that both quarterbacks have to play a minimum of 10 games. And then the average out of the 10 is, you know, the winner. So that way people can get hurt, but then you're taking 10, 10 games. If they at least played 10, now if my guy, if your guy played 10 and my guy played 13, well, then we have to add my 13. It's not like I can pick. It's just, how you know, just that 10 qualifies because that's a fair, fair number. That's a, that's a pretty good number. It's over half the season. Yeah, yeah, thinking about that, aren't you? Well, I mean, because Mariota's got the legs and fantasy, and just because you have legs doesn't mean you're Because he's the better player, okay? He I mean, is. Tebow got great fantasy points. Yeah. Great fantasy points. Yeah. And he wasn't an amazing quarterback. Because like if he was amazing, he'd still be in the league. I kind of feel like Tim Tebow's winning uh, record would be... I do feel like Tim Tebow got boned. Like, he should still be in the league somewhere. Are you telling me that Tim Tebow isn't a good enough quarterback to play, yet there are some fucking bums out there named Geno Smith? Yeah, no, there's a lot of bums out there that are are playing. And uh, I think a lot of teams don't. Honestly, I think he's so popular. That's why they don't do it. Because, like, even if he's garbage and they bench him, then all of a sudden it's like, the fucking fans get all butthurt. Like, Tim Tebow! And it's like the religious fucking fanatics come out and think he should just be playing because he loves God and he's such a good boy. And fuck Tim Tebow. Fuck him in the ass. I don't like Tim Tebow. Never been a big fan. Never. Not, and it's, it's not, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure if I actually met him, I liked him. But as a, me being a slug on the couch... And watching TV for entertainment and him being part of that, I hate his character in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like it. He's like, no, everything that is bad, everything that is bad with with America is Tim Tebow. Moving on to NBA news. Um, I know you said he didn't want to talk about it, but I do want to talk about it. And that's Kevin Durant's Golden State. Bum. Pussy. What's Westbrook do? The real man in this situation signs an extension, a fatty extension. Yeah, but you know what, dude? It's more likely that Durant's going to get that motherfucking ring on his finger. I don't care. It's And he can. He can get the ring, but guess what? I will always know that he had to leave his team to go play with the team that beat him in the playoffs in a seven-game series. It wasn't like they got whooped. It wasn't like their team was far behind. No. They actually were in control of that. And Durant 
couldn't get it done to do to to go. So where does he go? He leaves to go play with the team that beat him. Basically waving the white flag in manhood and saying, "Nope, can't ever beat you. Won't ever beat you. I'm just gonna join you and make a mega team." Awesome, I get it. You guys want to try and do something that's never been done. Maybe you want to win like six straight, seven straight. I get it. However, now it's just it's going to start such a domino effect in the NBA. Are you kidding me? How has this not already been happening? Um, it has, but Okay, it the Celtics fucking bought themselves a championship when they went out and they got fucking Kevin Garnett and they had uh, Rondo there as the fourth guy. They had fucking Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. So you're trying to tell me that they didn't go out and buy a fucking championship. Oh, and then about how about Miami, who goes out and buys themselves fucking yeah, championship? Yeah, and guess what? I hated those fucking teams too. So, so I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there, but yeah, I hated. I hated those teams as well. I was not a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of LeBron going there. I didn't enjoy watching that. No, not this guy. No. Not this guy at all. I am so against that. It's not even funny. Like you have, you have no idea how much I'm like against that. So with the Kevin Durant thing, I can't call the man losing his manhood or cashing in his man card because what he did at the end of the day was he talked to his agent. He looked at the teams that are presented their you know situations, saying here's why we think you should sign with us. And he was like, do I want to win or do I want to make stupid fucking money? Well, I'm playing in the NBA and I'm a top 10 NBA player. I'm already making stupid fucking money no matter where I sign. I'm making more than 10, 15 million dollars a year to play basketball. Well, you got a big contract. Who am I going to play with? Now, do I want to be the man or do I want to win championships? Do I want to win one championship? Do I want to have the potential to win multiple championships do i want to have the potential to continue to make to help a team make history yeah why not go to a team that just made history yeah they did not win the championship all right another team won the championship and made history in cleveland you know when lebron gets the bill oh, i came home and i won a championship for cleveland i'm crying on camera <laughs> but no it's just like he signed with them because he wants to win. He hasn't won. He's always been in second place. Or not even in second place. You know, they had a chance when they went up against Miami. And they lost there. He's getting older. You don't want to turn into Carmelo Anthony. Kevin Durant and Carmelo Anthony are way two different people. Way two different players. I don't even think that's that's a a fair Carmelo Anthony has shown time and time again that he'd rather choose money over a team yeah. that can compete. Carmelo Anthony is as good as he was, he was still, in my opinion, a bust. Because he could have been so much better. And I feel like he uh, Carmelo Anthony was a beast, and I feel like he just had the piss poor. I mean, doing what he did just showed that he, I mean, his heart wasn't into it as much. I mean, he was a beast in Denver. And then it ever since he went to New York, it was just a different player, a different guy. Totally just seems like he took his foot off the gas pedal. 
I mean, he has no killer in. He just doesn't even have like killer instinct. I mean, Carmelo is one of the biggest busts in my opinion to have played. I don't think Carmelo Anthony wanted to leave Denver. I think it was more of appeasing what his wife wanted to do. And I mean, like, I'm just a fucking idiot who's sitting on the couch who just has an idea and goes, yeah, I'm going to run with that. Let's yeah. not research it. Let's just run with it. Yeah, I'm but the same way. That's just what I feel. I feel like he's probably like, ah, fuck it. I mean, I can still play basketball. I can go back home to New York. My wife will be happy. And I can just play basketball. Yeah, I I don't know. I've never, I was a big, I liked Carmelo a lot until he went to New York. And then I disliked him. Was I a little butthurt he didn't come to Chicago? Sure. Sure. Because in all honesty, Chicago, if he wanted to win and Carmelo would have came right away to Chicago, they would have won championships. And that's all there is to it. They would have been the best team with Rose, Noah, you know, Anthony, Gibson, that team would have been so nasty. You wouldn't have had to give up anything to get them. And you would have had your core team. You still would have had Jimmy Butler. You still would have had... I think the team's better this year than it was last year. With the additions of Wade and... Well, yeah, they are. They did a poor man's Miami Heat. They're like, yeah, we'll bring in three fucking old turds. Where if this was like eight years ago... This would be amazing, and you'd be like, oh my god, Like we're making like a run for the next well, five years. Eight years ago, you'd have a, like a brand new Rondo. Rondo's only 30. The guy isn't a scorer, so you don't have to worry about that. All he's going to do is pass the fuck out of the ball. Dwayne Wade even has come out and said, like, hey, you know, I am still can go, but I'm not trying to play back-to-back games on back-to-back nights he's like no i'm not trying to play on 40 minutes yeah like i i think the bulls made a big the bulls could have stayed young and made a run they could have they could have maybe brought in barnes um brought in barnes and tried to make a serious run at white side and just went big and then you still could have brought in rondo rondo was relatively cheap but the wade contract in my the wade contract is fucking dumb and it's just to put asses in the seats that's all that signing was about. The Bulls have will be borderline playoff team. Um, they're they're going to be better than they were last year. But honestly, I don't know if they will because Fred Hoiberg got chewed up by Jimmy Butler and Derrick Rose and all them. Now you're bringing in Rondo, Wade. It might not be pretty for the Bulls. <laughs> like it might be a quick exit for Freddie Hoiberg, honestly, because I think that's going to get out of control. If Derrick Rose supposedly didn't want to be traded... Who's to say that, that motherfucker doesn't come back and sign a team-friendly contract yeah, to come back one, to Chicago yeah, after being one, one and done in New York and being like, ooh, this is what it feels like to be in a city that actually hates me? I think Derrick Rose is totally done in Chicago. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that transpiring. I think he's done. But I kind of think uh, Rose's career, he, he is the, what I feared, the next coming of Stevie franchise. Where it was just a phenomenal player for a couple of years and injuries took him out. And I don't think, because, you know, a lot of people could say, like, well, you know, I did just say injuries, but at the same time, it's like, look, Westbrook. Westbrook had the same injuries two times. Westbrook's top five player in the NBA. Yeah, but and Westbrook wasn't getting, like, $100 million from Adidas and $100 million no, from 
but the Bulls. So, but though the, what I'm saying though is like is so Derek's I think like, Derek Rose's mentality and injuries have taken him back. Like I, I I just think he doesn't have that great that that great will to like win to be the best to be up in there. I think he has his moments, but I don't think it's consistent as where when you watch Westbrook. Westbrook reminds me of like Isaiah Thomas, where it's like every time it looks like he's about to punch the motherfucker across from him in the face, and he like is just ready to go. Westbrook's my favorite player in the NBA, and I was happy that he left, but for a different reason. For the reason that now you're gonna see, you're gonna see Westbrook was the better player out of him and Durant. You're really gonna see it because when when Westbrook was out, fucking OKC struggled big time. When Durant was out, Westbrook still had him going. I think Durant's a good player. I think Durant has the potential to be a top ten player. That's what I said earlier. I think Durant is a better compliment than he is star. Yeah, and because I agree with he's a good player, but he doesn't have to be the man in yeah. Golden State. And because he has that, that killer team, instinct. That team, no matter who goes there, that team is Steph Curry's. Yeah, no, it, well, it's not. See, and I don't even see it like that. I don't think it's Steph Curry's team. I think it's Green, Curry, and Thompson. I feel like that's like all of them are very aggressive. They are. But Push I hard. Still They're feel all like... kill- killers as to where I don't see Durant was like that. You know, Durant Durant in my opinion, just from watching him play and the, his body language and seeing how he plays, I don't see him as a killer, as a cutthroat player. Which is I think is where you need to be to be the best. Like you see LeBron, you see LeBron get fucking pumped, intense. Like when LeBron wants to lock a fucking guy down, he's locking the fucking guy down. Well that's you don't see that from Durant. I think people who are so anti-LeBron, and I've been anti-LeBron in the past, but are so anti-LeBron, are just going to see it six years, seven years from now uh, when LeBron's ending his career, ending his legacy, and be like, God damn, I missed an opportunity to see one of the greatest basketball yeah. players of all time. Yeah, LeBron's the best player of our like early adulthood. Yeah. Like He's like by far, and it's not even close. Like As good as Kobe was... You know, I mean, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal might have been the most dominant, but he had a vice. He couldn't shoot free throws. It's like LeBron I does do think Kobe everything. was amazing. I think Kobe was amazing. I think he was good, but I just think Le- what LeBron has done with all these different teams, the rebuild, like the the constant rebuilds with Cleveland, the going to Miami, the coming back to Cleveland, and still being in the championship like six years in a row, seven years in a row. Well, it's because he's the man. Like that's. That's impressive shit. You know what I mean? And, and it's like you could probably, in that time, take LeBron and literally put him on any fucking team in the NBA, and he still probably makes the fucking championship. Well, I you mean, know? you put LeBron in Denver, and you know who's also going to be there? James Jones. Yeah. You know who's also going to be there? Some other dudes. Because, yeah, a bunch of bums. Because, and there's going to be at least one star coming there, too, probably, to help him out. Yeah. Because... They'll be like, he'll be like, all right, I need this guy, I need this guy, I need this guy, make it happen. And I think we got two more years of LeBron. I think we got this year coming up, and the following year, and then I think you're going to really see him fade. You might even see him fade quicker. I mean, because the, the the one thing is, is that he's not going to have the longevity of career that Kobe or Michael did because he's huge. He's like six nine, and beef. You know, as to where those guys were tall, but they were very very light, very slim, and they still slow down. He's huge. How long did those guys play? Kobe Bryant played like almost 20 years, like 17, 18 years. Yeah, but how old was he when he left? Same age as LeBron, like 18. 
No, uh, he was like 38. Okay, so 38. Michael was like right around the same. Okay, so 30. So let's say 30. Like let's that. say 37. Just to where we think LeBron will end, mm-hmm. right? Seven about. That means that means he's got six now. years from now because yeah. he's our age. And I'd say like two or three. I think he's got two or three dominant where he's still the best and it doesn't matter where he plays. Really, they're I, gonna go. And then I don't. I see him slowing down big time because I think he won. He just won it for Cleveland. I think he's got another. Let's say he's thirty-one. I think up until, I I think he's got another four years. Four years of being of just. I think until guy. he's thirty-five, he will fucking go hard as long as he's got a guy like Kyrie, who's young and could has the potential to be a stud and some other decent players around him like Kevin Love. So yeah, yeah, you got the same team coming back there for like the next four years. And so I mean, like, yeah, they've got the the chance to be a really good. It, it, basically, like, the NBA for the next four years is going to be Cleveland versus Golden State. And if Cleveland, oh, not necessarily, not necessarily. I think Golden State's OKC. Be you're going to see OKC make some noise, dude. They're going to put a fucking run up, and because the, the thing is, is well, like, they're going to need to sign another player Gold, because they're not going to have the numbers. Because they'll be like, okay, fine, we'll start. We won't even start Durant or something like that in this game. And then, oh, second team's going to come on? Yeah, then we'll put in Kevin Durant for our second team. Who's going to beat that? Yeah, even, no, even San Antonio can't do anything to that. Because they'd be like, oh, we wanna, we're going to sit half of our stars this game. Okay, so we're going to sit um, Steph Curry and Green this game. Oh, okay, so Durant and fucking Clay Thompson are going to play. That's still fucking Durant and Clay Thompson. No, you're right. I, I, I get you. I totally get you. Um, I mean, it, it just, I wouldn't be overly shocked if Golden State didn't, if Golden State and Cleveland didn't make it, like, in the champion. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God. Like, especially I Golden State. Like, especially Golden State, because don't get me wrong, like, LeBron and them did it, but they had a lot of struggles. Um, you know, Celtics did it. They had a lot of struggles. But, I mean, the Lakers assembled literally the dream team for the most part. Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, and they lost. Yeah, but so how, old like, was, how old was Gary Payton and Carl Malone when that happened? Whatever, they were at the end of their careers, but still Shaq and fucking Kobe were in the prime. Yeah, but you With have those guys. you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevin Durant, who are all, what would you say, top 15 players easily? Yeah. All in their prime? Yeah, no, you're right. And I don't necessarily know because basketball season's over. And I don't even really know why we're spending this much time on it. But is Andre Iguodala still in the mix there? Yeah, he's still there. Then what the fuck are we even talking about? I, I mean, because I'm, I'm just saying this is probably going to be the funnest NBA season in a while. Is all I'm saying. This is going to be a really fun. As much as people were butthurt about Durant going, I think he pushed out and went like, what you know, pushed out to Golden State. A lot of people think he didn't, like you. You don't think he did. I think he did. I pray that OKC and Golden State are playing, like, in the championship of the Western Conference. And somehow, by God, OKC, like, pulls off the upset. Oh, my God. Check us out next week. It's going to be a weekly show. At least we're going to try to make a weekly show. You know, a little more organized, a little bit better as the weeks go on. As we get used to things. As we get in the motion of the ocean, we will be coming back to you. Next week, sometime, not sure the date or time, but we will be there.